Hannah. And I'm Brandy. And you're listening to Bottle, Bottle Blondes Podcast. Podcast. Today, as you can see, we have a third chair and a third microphone once again. I feel like people liked when Dee came on as a guest. Um, he was a hit. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have another special guest today for this episode. And no, it's not you, Lola. No. As much as you want to be in it. As much as you wish it was you, it's not. Today, our special guest is none other than the woman who raised me, my mother. Thank you, live audience. Thank you. Thank you. I know. She's here. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. (laughs) I'm Ann. I raised this child sitting next to me. This is my (laughs) other daughter over here, Brandy. Actually, I have about eight children. I only have <laughs> one biological child, and the rest of them I've adopted. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a very busy girl. Apparently. Basically. She takes us places, though. So yeah. Oh, we love yes. her. She oh, feeds yes. us. She feeds us. She takes us on trips. I threaten to slash people's tires when someone's mean to them. I yeah. do lots She of gives us therapy. We give her therapy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can give it to them from an older woman's standpoint and they have to fill me in on all the new stuff and this one right here um really used to get me really bad with her <laughs> dictionary and we won't go there but, you know she would say things and say i'd say what does that mean and she'd say look it up in urban dictionary and she would really yeah we definitely have to teach you all the new slang words and yes stuff because... i'm not falling for that again i mean either of you you need to get with the times, you know? Get with the times. And make sure you're saying them in the right What about way. my times? I, I'm an 80s child. It was like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I just like the rock and roll, not the other two things. But anyway. Sure. Things move, okay, sure. <laughs> things we'll move too that. fast. They move too fast. That, I will give you the 80s has the best music. <laughs> yes. The best music comes from the Absolutely. 80s. And yes. So I will give you that. Back then, though, like <laughs> we, the girls, are just doing things that are far too advanced. When I was that age, I was like hanging photos of, you know, John Stamos and, you know, all these heartthrobs on the, on the wall, so I wasn't even thinking about sex. <laughs> I was scared. Are we going to have a sex talk? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, no, thank you. I guess we'll go into our one good thing that happened to us this week. Um, I'll start. Okay. You want me to? Yeah, please do. Okay, so um, me and Hannah, we've both been sick this past week. Um, Again? Is, yeah. I don't know if it's the pollen or if it's my anxiety or it's a combination of the both of them, but I've been very sick and I woke up today, I felt a little better and so that's a good thing and I kind of did some music therapy earlier. I just kind of played some old songs that I used to love and just listening to music and like watching things and stuff from like when you were younger and stuff. I don't know. It's just a good it's a good time. Yeah. For me. That I had some music therapy today. You know, nice. you just play your music and you're just in zone and just you can escape from all your thoughts. Yeah. Because I'm a very anxious person yeah. and I think about everything way too much, so I need something to distract me. So <laughs> it's not a big good thing, I'm sorry. That's really all that I have, but I I don't know. I felt like a person today, so that's good. That's yeah. good. I'll go into that later, but yeah. some days, you know, you just don't feel like yourself, and yeah. you just feel stressed by the weight of all your problems, but um, I felt like a person today, so we're going to go ahead and roll with that. Okay. <laughs> that's all I really got to say. I'm sorry. It's not ex- extravagant, but that's it. So, 
I had a absolutely terrible week. Um, it's been awful, but I'll go into that in a second. We're talking about good things right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, I guess one good thing that I could take out of this awful week would be that me and Dee got to spend a lot of time together, which we normally wouldn't have been able to do because I've been out of work pretty much all week, and... Normally, I'd be at work and not at home with him on his days off, so we we got to, like, spend some time together, watch TV and all that, and spend some good time together with, like, nobody else here, just us, and it was nice to just, like, be able to hang out, not have to worry about work and everything else. It was just us, and mm-hmm. it was nice to just be here with him and just be oh, us, too. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. Okay. What's your one good thing? Well, my one good thing that happened to me this week is we are moving forward, and that would be my boyfriend and I, because he is going to be my future someday. Uh, we are moving forward with a place at the beach, so we are very excited about that, And but going through putting a home on a piece of property is... Stressful. Very, very <laughs> stressful. Yeah. So whenever we get past all of the stress part, it's going to be a really good thing, and then all my babies can be there. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Basically, it's a gift for us. Yeah. It's the a gift house. that keeps on giving. She's so getting a house, guys. Yeah, it is. so that's the one good thing that um, <laughs> happened to me this week, but the one good thing that happens every day that I'm able to is just to wake up and have another day given from God. So we always have to remember that each day is a gift, and yeah. um, the frailty of life is is something else. So you have to... Always take each day like it's good. Live it like it's going to be your last. That's right. what I always told Hannah. Live each day like it's your last. Embrace each day and just know it's another gift. The gift of life is just precious. So that's every day. Though. You guys are getting some good wisdom <laughs> this episode. Well, I am a little older than you guys. Just a little. Just, just a, a little. little. Yeah, I have a birthday in June. I have a birthday yes. in May. Yes. I'm guess, be guess my age. Guess her age guess in the comments. <laughs> I promise age. you won't guess it. <laughs> we'll have a age reveal in the next episode, oh, so yeah. you'll have to watch. But like what you were saying, like I feel like it's so easy to just dwell in like the bad things, and it, yeah. it really gets to you and it gets you down. And just try to appreciate what you do have, and it's very mm-hmm. hard to do that. But we always say that just try to appreciate the good things, yeah. and that's why we kind of do this segment to. Just mm-hmm. think about it's one good thing that happened to you because right. I'm sure there's something good that happened within this week. Right. Yes, absolutely. We let my mother pick the wine today since she was our special guest, and she is a wine connoisseur, literally. Well, and can I can I comment on this? I, I, I'm a dry wine drinker. I like Merlots, Cabernets, that sort of thing. This chick right here can't handle it because it gives her migraines. It used to give me migraines, and I grew out of it. Guess where I got the migraines from. Yes, that was me. (laughs) That's one thing I didn't want you to have. So I kind of had to, this is a wine that I like to drink in the summer. So I figured since it was spring and the weather's warming up outside, it would be a good choice. All right, so I will hold it up, and you can tell them what you picked. Well, this is uh, not a very expensive wine, as you can see. And in my experience, I've drank $30 and $50 bottles of wine that weren't any good and then drank $14 bottles of wine that were excellent. So this is just a, a simple Sutter Home white Merlot. So I thought, if I'm fit to have a little Merlot, it's going to have to be white. So oh, not too sweet, not white. too dry, just right. All right. Brandy's the pourer. 
Um, so there's a little bit of cork in the wine. Um, <laughs> you can pour mine first if you, you can like. watch on TikTok where we sucker. tried to open this thing. But yeah, um, so didn't realize to not get any cork in y'all's wines. I'll go ahead and pour yours. Yeah, see, she's gonna pour mine. First. Didn't realize I didn't have a corkscrew when we bought it. She just moved into this house, so there's a lot of things that she needs. And she didn't realize that she needed, I guess. I know. How can you be drinking wine and not have a corkscrew? Well, normally. What's wrong with you? Hold on, ASMR. <laughs> normally, we have, like, the screw cap. Yes. That comes off, so. My bad. We get the little cheap bottles of the Whoa, screw child. Cap. We're going to drink the whole thing. That's what we do. <laughs> we drink the whole bottle. Oh. I mean, Something are you being it? Me I should drink slow. Um, no, you're fine. That's when you get the best content. Whatever you say. Taste test. Cheers. 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 Oh, y'all ain't gonna hit glasses with me? Okay. Oh, hey, I'm not, like shaking, dude. It's definitely a little more dry. Yeah. But I like it. It kind of like caught me off guard. I don't know what I was expecting, but well, we're used type, to drinking sweet wine. It's the type of wine that the more you drink it, the better it gets. That first taste is kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of just brushed my teeth too before I got here. So <laughs> that That's taste. terrible. So you definitely can't get mouth. a good idea right now. <laughs> before we get into what this episode's about, a little life update about me. Um, so literally the day after we filmed episode seven, in that episode, I was talking about how much better I felt. Next day, pff, like, awful. Like, worse than I had before. I had to go back to the doctor, and I tested positive for strep. So, all week, I have been out of work, in the house, with strep, and now I have accidentally passed it along to my fiancé. So... Now he has it. So, uh, that's what's been going on in my house right now. And, but you've been a little sick too still. Yeah, I've been sick and I've been going to work and just dealing with it. And it's hard. Mm. Um, work was so hard yesterday. Like, my body just hurt. And just, like, to pick up, like, the smallest thing was yeah. hurting me so much. But I made that's it through. Terrible. So, and then I, I'm off today and tomorrow. So, hopefully I'll feel better by Tuesday when right. I go to work. I hope so. <laughs> Well, you've just been feeling dandy, haven't you? Yeah, yeah no, it's certainly sunshine land. Hey, but I did have a pinched nerve about two weeks ago. <gasps> that I thought oh, I was yeah. 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 It was horrible. Like, I've never had any pain like that in my life, and I'm so glad that is over with, so I thank God that's over with. So, today's episode is all about women empowerment. So, this one's for the girls, for the women, yes. the, all the young women out there, any woman, really. So, and this one's for the girls, too. This have one. not yet become women. Yeah. Yeah. For the girls. Cheers to that. The girls. Oh, we're drinking again. Woo! So, boys, if you want to watch a boys episode, go watch the one that Dee's in. Yeah. Um, go watch girls, episode four. <laughs> go watch episode four. <laughs> this one is for the woman. Ladies, now that we're all here, without all the men, I'm assuming they've all clicked off by now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, eh. Give yeah, I don't know. So... I know you wanted to talk a little bit about, like, embracing our feminism. Mm -hmm. So, But not in the way that you're thinking, so don't click. Don't click off. Don't say, oh, I'm a conservative. I'm, she said feminism. We're, we're, no, actually, it's far from that. I feel like, um, you know, in light of, of some things going on in the world about 
you know, you have the whole transgender athletic type of thing going on, and then you've got, you know, strong opinions on both sides about, well, they shouldn't be allowed in, you know, women's sports. They have a, you know, physical advantage over women. And then you also have your extreme feminist where you feel like, I'm not a maid. I'm not going to cook. I'm not going to clean. I'm not doing none of that for my husband. I have a full-time job. I have a career. I have all of these things. I'm not going to be anyone's servant. But really, I think that people miss the point with it. And what I mean by this is why not embrace who God made you to be? You don't have to be anyone's maid. You don't have to be anyone's cook. But the good Lord made women for a very strong purpose. We give birth to the children, which uh, no man could ever do. I'm sorry. We're going to go into that, by the way. We're going to go into that. (laughs) And, um, you know, we were put on this earth to be strong emotionally. Men were put on this earth. (laughs) Don't fucking say about that. (laughs) But... You know, men were put on the earth to be have the, the real raw strength and to provide for their families and work hard. And women were put on the earth to take care of the families, to cook for the families, keep the home, that sort of thing. Well, we both know that over time that things have evolved. Now you have women in the workplace. Women have careers. We have education, you know, educated. You have doctors. You have lawyers. You have business women such as me. And girl power. Yeah. And but here's the thing I think people go wrong on that bothers me really bad is they say, Oh, well, if you both work then both of you should be sharing the duties. Well of course you should. But then you have that extreme group that says, I doesn't say anywhere where I have to cook for you or I have to diaper these babies or I have to do this. Why not embrace who God made you to be? Why is everyone seeing it as a negative thing? Why is it negative? It's not negative. It's very positive. God puts you here for a purpose, women. And what is wrong with cooking a wonderful meal for your family? What's wrong with cleaning the house and when your husband comes home, he has a clean home? What's wrong with taking care of the children? What's wrong with... Just being the woman that God created you to be, I think people miss the point with that. You know, they feel like, well, this is different times. You're old-fashioned. It's not about that. It's not about being old-fashioned at all. It's just about embracing who God meant for you to be. And that can be a very, very positive thing, not a negative thing. Can I branch off a little bit onto the marriage aspect of it? Because, as you know, me and Dee are getting married in December. So, we have been to a few marriage counseling sessions. Not, and this is one thing that gets taken out of context. Just because you have marriage counseling doesn't mean, oh, you already have problems. You shouldn't get married. You know, no, like you should take those steps with your partner. And it's, you know, more for you guys to understand each other not so much was oh i don't know if we should get married we got to go to counseling like it's not like that like me and d both agreed when we got engaged that we were going to go through marriage counseling and we're going to do some more before we get married but we've already done a few sessions um we've done some with his pastor we went to uh services with my pastor where he speaks on marriage and love and all that. So I actually learned a lot through those sessions. And mm-hmm. going back to what you said about 
the women, you mm-hmm. know, cooking and cleaning and all that. Of course, you know, in today's society, a lot of the women have careers, like you said. They have jobs, you know. They can do anything they want to do. Right, and that's fantastic. Like, I think that's amazing that we have women doctors, women lawyers, like anything, you know. Women are very powerful. Yes, absolutely. But this kind of goes more into the marriage aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So one thing that was said to us in one of our uh, sessions was you have to work to please each other. Absolutely. So it's not like, oh, I'm only going to do this if it benefits me or whatever. Like the woman cooking and cleaning and taking care of the house, you know, of course, that's what we were put on this earth to do, but you're also making a very happy husband yes. when he comes home from work and he's like, oh my gosh, like, she's cleaned the whole house, like, she's made dinner, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm very blessed and thankful. A good man will say that. It's an act of love. Right. It's an That's the yeah. part that I think people miss is that it's an act of love. It's not about being a servant. Right. It's serving the one that you married. You serve one another. Yeah. Just like he serves you by going to work every day and bringing right. home a paycheck and the things that a man does, doing things around the house, fixing things and, you know, helping you clean up the dishes or whatever. It's a partnership. Right. I mean, me and Dee are surprising with, like, a dinner or something. Like, right. Like, yes. you do things for each other. Like, it's a 50-50 kind of thing. Like, he does this for you and you do this for them and that's how you please them. Right. Um, I was going to go real quick into your, you say you were doing therapy and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, because I personally believe that anyone can benefit from therapy mm-hmm. and I'm actually um, getting I'm starting my therapy journey so I'm have a therapist that I'm going to see that I've looked at I've looked at a bunch of them and I picked her out to go and see so I'm starting that there's no shame no, in that not. I think everyone can benefit thing. from it yes. because you get an outside perspective because see like where I have a lot of anxiety some things I just feel like did I make this up in my head like what's going on and it's just good to hear other people's outside perspective of your thoughts. People you don't know, get really. It out. Yeah, because they yeah. have no um, sway in, like, how. They're not biased. Like yeah, they're right. not biased. Right. So, I'll let you know how my therapy oh, journey is going to go. I think but, it's going to yeah, go I'm starting well. It. One thing that my pastor said that really stuck with me was, you know, love your spouse as God loved the church. And I feel like that's a very good, like, comparison of how you should love your spouse. Because when you get married, like, you are becoming one. Like, this is kind of controversial for some people, but you are no longer an individual. You come together as one. And I think a lot of people that get married don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, they're like, oh, I'm going to get married, but I'm still going to do what I want to do. Like, it's not really about that. Like, you give up a little bit of your independence to be with your spouse because you love that person so much that you're saying vows in front of God and your family and everybody. And another thing was marriage is 50-50, not 60-40, not 90-10. It's 50-50. And the key thing to a good marriage is to please your spouse. And sometimes that does mean compromising or making a little sacrifice. I'm not saying you have to sacrifice everything you love. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But you will have a happy marriage. 
if you try to think, well, what could I do to make my significant other happy today? Like, what could I do for them? And if you guys both do that 50-50, you won't have an issue. Like, I'm not saying you won't ever have issues. Like, you won't ever fight. And... I think I could honestly make a separate segment in another episode about this, mm-hmm. which I'm going to hold off on some things because that's a possibility, but pretty much what I'm getting at and branching off what she was saying was, you know, in my situation, D is the breadwinner. Like, we both have really great jobs, but he makes more money than I do, and that's great. I want to reward him for his hard work. So, I clean the house. I only work three days a week. So, I clean the house. I cook dinner. I get Noah ready for baseball practice. I do devotionals with Noah. I take care of Noah. I fix him something to eat. Like, I help him, you know, because he works so hard. So, that's just something that I feel like is a woman's gift that we are given and a lot of people don't see it that way but I feel like you should because that's what God put us on this earth to do and me personally I love doing those things because it makes him happy and it's very and a good man will appreciate it let me just say that but my man does and he never goes a day without saying thank you for cleaning this or thank you for cooking dinner or I really appreciate you and it's rewarding like because you want to do that mm-hmm. to make them happy, you know. I'm just gonna say that this wine does get better the more that you drink it. It does. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> that first taste is a little yeah. I was just, I didn't know what to expect <laughs> because when I usually drink like a red, like I'm drinking like a red moscato or something yeah. sweet, like but this is like it's a little too easy to drink. Uh, it it is. I, I, need to I keep hitting your mic. I wouldn't know that from experience or anything. I'm just. I feel like you do. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> but Hannah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because you definitely get that for me. I'm very domesticated. I love cleaning. I love cooking. Um, Timmy has a family dinner every other week at his house. Timmy's her boyfriend, by the way. Yes, Timmy is my boyfriend. Shout out to Timmy. Hi, Shout baby. Shout out to Timmy. What's up, Timmy? Barely odd parents. I love you with all my heart. Um, but I can't wait so until sweet. he tells me. I can't wait until he tells me what I can cook for his family dinner because I love being in the kitchen. And he'll always say, oh, don't make that. That's too much trouble or whatever. I'm like, honey, if you only knew. Just like he's he has a farm. He has horses. He is a very avid horse rider, and he is very good at it. He is just a cowboy. And um, he he can, I'm telling you, he scares me to death Cute on these horses. <laughs> he just doesn't walk, he runs. I mean, like, seriously. Like, um... It's, but anyway, that's another story for another day. <laughs> she just like sort of daydreaming about two. Yeah, <laughs> it scares me sometimes. But no, he is very skilled and he's been riding horses for most of his life. Like about you cooking and stuff. I'm yes. not really the best like cook at cooking meals. I like to bake like cookies. Brandy can bake her ass off. And, like, she can. I she can bake some iced coffee too. Let me mm-hmm. tell Yes. You. The but barista yeah. and the baker over here. Yeah. But I finally so, got I really need to get more into cooking, but I love baking. Like that cooking's not hard. That is not like you can tell me to bake, <laughs> like I'm like, I wanna do that. Yeah. Like that yeah. that's a good time. Like I want someone to enjoy the things that I do. Well, for see, them. that's just you know? like Timmy riding his horses. That's what I was gonna get at. It was like it came back to me. Oh. 
I'm just picturing in my mind Timmy just in slow motion oh, on no, the no, horse. Oh, no, no, honey. He is like full blast oh. running. I'm talking like out there. And I mean like that poor horse is sweating anyway. Talking about the horse. Y'all stop being nasty. Anyway, so just like he enjoys that, I enjoy being in the kitchen. And sometimes I have to tell him, honey, I love being in the kitchen. Please give me some more stuff to cook. Let me let me do that. And just touching very briefly on what we were going to do before coming from marriage, you've told it from a marriage standpoint. I'll tell it from an older person's standpoint who has been divorced, obviously. And um, basically, it's in my particular position, yes, we are planning a future. Yes, we are. Um, but we want to make sure that it's God's timing. So we're waiting as long as we have to do that. You know, we want to make sure the family's comfortable with it. Everybody's God's okay timing with is it. everything. God's timing is perfect. And I'm telling you, the waiting process is hard because yes. I will go ahead. Do I, should I tell my age? No. Okay. No. No. Next right. episode reveal. God's timing is hard because, like, you <clears throat> want something so much for yes. yourself, but you have to yes. it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen and then you're gonna look back on those things you're like i'm glad this happened when it you're did right. and i'm glad this happened when it did and even when you're you older know? like me and you don't you're on the downhill scope of slide downhill slide of life you're thinking oh i have to have it right now but god's timing is still perfect mm -hmm. so yes we're planning that future some things have to fall in place before we do that but i am at my age that i am that i won't reveal and I just found the love of my life three and a half years ago. So, ladies, if you're pushing 30 or getting past your 30s and pushing 40 and you say, I, it's just not meant to be for me, let me tell you something. I was not looking for it. And this man comes into my life, and I was not looking for it. And I even told horse. him, I'll never get Same married again. He rode in the sunset on his horse. And he said, said ma'am, let me tell you. Baby. <laughs> You won't be my bride. See, I'm getting silly like that. He said, ma'am, let's jump on on this horse and we're going to go. We're going to ride off into this sunset no, together. I even told him I would never marry again. I told him I'd never marry again. And then guess what? God had other plans because he literally swept me off my feet and he was like, this is the one that I've had chosen for you your whole life. You just made a few little mistakes along the way. And I am very blessed. So ladies out there, Please don't ever give up because it's going to happen when you least expect it. I promise you. I can second that. Yes, and coming from someone, <laughs> I can second that. Coming from someone who has waited this long and then she's talking about the marriage aspect when you're older, you appreciate things more. Like mm -hmm. in other words, I've told him, I don't care if you don't put the cat back on the toothpaste. I don't care if you pee all over the toilet seat. I don't oh, care I if you care mess up the pee. kitchen when you're cooking me dinner and there is such a mess it's going to take me 2 hours to clean it. I would just be blessed by God that he brought you into my life at this stage in my life. And I will be so honored to pick up your socks, to wash your underwear, to clean up your mess. I mean, I would like his shoes laying all on the floor. I would just see such an honor in that just because I never thought it would happen for me. And it did. So there's the other side of that. Yeah, and that all comes with really loving someone yes. that you want to do those things for them. I can second that, though, that it comes when you least expect it. And I try to tell some of my friends this, that when I 
not when I met Deeks, we knew each other before, but when me and Dee kind of reconnected, me and him both were not looking for a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, we were completely closed off, but it's like it just happened. Like, Mm -hmm. and it it fell in our lap, and we were like, okay. And that's where the best relationships come from, is like when they just fall in your lap, and you're like, oh, okay. And And you thought you would have met them first. Right. But, see, life had a plan because I wouldn't have had you otherwise. Right. He wouldn't have had his adorable girls, Connor and Kier. Shout out, Connor and Kiers. What's up, Connor and Kiers? (laughs) I feel like that's like with meeting like people in your lives. Like God has these people that you meet and you're just like, wow. Like I feel like I've known you forever. Oh, yes. It was like when I met my boyfriend, we were kind of going through. We're kind of similar in some ways. We're different in, in a lot of ways, but we're similar in some ways, too. And I, we just met him randomly, and it was yeah. kind of weird. It was. <laughs> How it all happened. It was, I remember. And both of us had never even been in a relationship before, so we were figuring this out mm-hmm. on our own, you know? Right. But. That's precious. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It's sweet. <laughs> but it's just, he places certain people in your lives at certain moments, and then, I don't know, it's just crazy. And then you think yes. about... Why didn't I meet these people, like, all these years before? Like, it's it's weird. (laughs) But God has a plan for that, too. You know, sometimes he puts us through hardships to make us appreciate the one when they finally do come into your life. And I can say I've never felt this way about anyone before. Like, I know that he is the one that God had intended for me all along. Now, why God waited until this stage in life to put him in my life, I don't know. But we are working really hard to make up for those years. So. And y'all are doing a good job. Y'all go to the beach like every weekend. <laughs> we love okay, it. so we have a reason. You to remember it was a couple months ago. We were still living in our apartment, and I said, "Miss Ann, I want to go to the beach." And me and Hannah was like, "Take us to the beach." And yes. you've been to the beach like four times since then. <laughs> I know. Shame, but she did get the house while she was down there, so we appreciate that. I'm working on it. <laughs> so let's go through the hardships women have to bear. Because the women have the periods. The women have the babies. Let me talk about this real quick. Um, my period is the worst ever. It lasts eight to nine days and sometimes happens twice a month. And mm. it's cramping and it's horrible and men could not do it. If a man had to have a period, they would not go into work. They could. They would call out. <laughs> I feel like men, when they're sick, they're just like, it's in. Yeah, that one in there. There's one in there. There's one in there right now. True. Yep, true. Absolutely. You need some birth control or something. You need something. Like, I really need some help. What conversation are we having now? <laughs> um, just a little piece of advice for me to you. Get, get on a pill. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I don't want to go see the lady to do all that because I have anxiety and that makes me um, uncomfortable. So. <laughs> but you have to. <laughs> yes, it's necessary. You have to. Bye. Well, I went to the doctor this past week. wanted me to have a horrible period. Do you think they had gynecologists back in the olden days? No. No, they didn't. I wonder how they dealt with that. They didn't have pads they or didn't. tampons or oh nothing. They did? Did they just bleed all over wine. their clothes? More wine. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. I just got back from my gyno appointment, and they have confirmed that I am postmenopausal, so I have no more periods. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Oh. And I'm gloating about it. She just gave you a hint at her age, guys. I just woke up this sure morning did. cramping from my period, so. <laughs> well, at least I know in, later on in life that I don't have to deal with it anymore. Yes, and it's great. But I want to at least have three kids before it. then. I want three. 
I would have liked as many as I could handle, but I would have had a bunch of kids, but, like, I can't afford a bunch of kids. I got to think about what I can afford. Right. What's going to happen if you have two kids and then you're pregnant with twins? Then you'll have four. Oh, then it'd be an even number. That'd be cute. (laughs) I want all the kids that God wants me to have. There you go. Like. I would only like one. Uh, (laughs) I'd like as many as I can have. I love kids. I love spending time with kids. She's a like, kid I, they, she is. kids love me, <laughs> and I love them, because I am a child inside. Yeah. I never grow up. I'm just a child. I'm grow older, Peter but Pan. not up. Yeah. That's my, that's my yeah. slogan. Grow older, not up. I feel like since Dee already has a kid, that, you know, collectively, like, if I was to have a kid, we would have two. I feel like two's a good number. Yeah. So... And then he'll be old enough to, like, babysit your kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if I only have to go through that pain one time, then but that's cool are, with me. Yeah, and you already got one, too. So, you got a bonus kid. Yeah. You don't have to go through pain. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Right. And, you know, two maximum. Like, after two, like, boy, girl, I don't care. If I was to get pregnant the second time, like, he's getting snipped. Like, we're done. I'm no, we're done. She has twins, and then I have twins, and then we'll just have a bunch of kids. My and we look, can take them to the beach. My look, I'd have twin boys, and yeah. I would just have a house full of boys. I want a girl. I want, like, two girls and, like, one boy. But, like, a lot of people say, like, when they really wanted um, a certain gender, and then they get the other one, they're like, well, they couldn't imagine life without them. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So it's just whatever God intends. To right. happen for you, it's gonna right. happen, right? In his timing, I seen this thing on TikTok and it was about like Tauruses because, like, I'm really into like the different signs and stuff. And yeah. it was like, knows how to handle their wicker. And I was like, that is true. So, fun fact Bernie's a Taurus, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a Virgo. What are you, Gemini? She's a Gemini. You're a Gemini, I'm a Gemini. Oh, okay, yeah, queen. There's a lot of controversy about Geminis, actually. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. do tell. Hate Gemini's. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, our other friend Hannah is a Gemini. Yeah. Gemini. Why? I don't know. I know. A lot of people don't like Gemini. Going back to what you said, women were made for this. Like women were made to bear the children. Like because we're strong enough to do it. Like women are so powerful. Women are so strong. Like men couldn't go through having these periods every month. And don't say that you could because men. You should have done been clicked off by now. But when you, you cannot. get a little cold, it's in the world. They probably wish mm-hmm. they had if they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're yes. For you. Yeah. So, no hate. We love the men. We love yes. men. But, you Absolutely. know, just a little, of just course. all in fun. One man. All in fun. You know, we love everyone. God made us to physically bear these things, and it's normal. And all women, ha- you know, are made to do that. Yeah. Embrace that. Let that be your feminism. Let that be your power. There's nothing wrong with embracing who God made you to be. There's nothing wrong with that. There's everything right with that. Don't. It's just a matter of perception. People perceive it wrong. Like I try to please everybody, and I just want people to like the things I do, and like be proud of me and love me. Like I'm just like that. Like with my boyfriend, with with everybody that I know. Like I just want to be. Like, and sometimes it's a little too much how much I please people because mm. then I go into, I lose myself in trying yes. to be 
why others want me to be. Yes, and you also have to love yourself enough to know to identify that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and sometimes you can pleasers, lose yourself trying yes. to please other people. And and I've done that. So you and I are in. The, she and I could write a book. She is my second mother. <laughs> yes, you we have daughter. a lot in common. Really, we really do. It's we really, really weird. Do. It is. <laughs> you found your best friend and someone who has a lot in common with your mom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then she introduced me to my other children. So see, I have like eight children now. Yeah. yeah. Can you yeah. name all your children? That's yes, actually I can, starting with Hannah. Let's <laughs> see, we have Hannah, we have Brandy, we have Caitlin, we have Sarah, we have Caden, we have Connor, we have Kears, and I adopted this other girl named Shelby. Oh, and, yeah. and I haven't he, seen her that much though. Oh yeah, I remember when well, you adopted her. I was. Dee is like my adoption. only son, so yeah. I'm very proud. I, and I, Maya. Yes, and Maya, definitely Maya, and she. Well, that would be nine, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have nine children now. <laughs> this is great. I'm pushing ten. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna find you. But Dee is my only son, so I've adopted him as my only son. I told Hannah, you know, if life would have been a little better. That I would have probably had, <laughs> I would have been given the chance at the time if Timmy would have been in my life. Let's put it that way. Then I would have loved to have had a little boy. That's the only thing that I kind of regret is that I didn't have a little boy. But at that moment in time, I didn't really have the means to do that. What you need did a boy you, for? Did you so, want a girl, or did you? I want wanted a girl. You wanted yes, a girl. I wanted a girl. Uh, her dad wanted a boy, but then when he set eyes on her, he was like, "Oh, why did I ever want a boy?" And I knew he'd do. I that. love girl dads. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they're so all in. <laughs> I knew that he would just fall in love with her immediately, and he did. But um, I wish that I would have had a boy, and now I have one. So I'm like. Excited. He's a cowboy. He's yeah. not short like us. Yeah. <laughs> He's precious. And then I have this whole new other family. I have Maya and I have Eleanor and, and I have Earl. And we're all going to be one big family. And I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. And I was telling me about Noah going to your mom's for um, <laughs> Easter and said that he had the best time. He, he did. did. He, called, he called Timmy Pawpaw. <laughs> yeah. And then Papa. Timmy said, Call her Mama. And I'm like, no, she's gonna. He's gonna call me Gan. And Hannah said he's gonna call you whatever. Whatever he wants. What do you want your grandchildren to call you? I don't know. What you gotta pick out a name. With him, it would just call me Ann, but put a G in front of it, Gan. And I thought that'd be cute. Don't you think that's cute? But he's Gamma. probably gonna call me Radiation. Ann. A N N. That's what he does now because I've taught him how to spell. <laughs> yeah. Ann. A N N. Yeah. Oh. That's cute too. And he calls him call me whatever he wants. He calls my grandma grandma, like I do. <laughs> and he called Timmy Papa. He did. Yeah, Papa. Oh, it's like Papa. Yeah, pa- he Papa. called him Papa. Papa. And he took him for a ride in the jeep, and he's hooked. He came over here the other day, and he looked at Brandy. He said, "I forgot your name, Brandy." He. I said, "Get out of here!" <laughs> he's seen me he's so many. I'm not. I've seen that kid so many freaking he's times. He's been silly. And he pretends like he don't know me, but we're best friends because we connect on our love of I superheroes. I can tell you yeah. some stories about <laughs> Hannah, but that's a story for another time. Oh, please. Yeah, do you have a story oh, no, about when, Hannah? No, when she was young, she used to like to be naked, like way too much. Still do. And I thought, I hope that this is not a glimpse into your future because if so, I am in trouble. Me and Hannah lived together for three years, and then we lived together in college, so we really lived together for like four years. So me and Hannah are very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and Sarah, you know, she's been my friend ever since we were like six, seven years old, and she's got it hard. Hey, baby, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. Uh, she's got it hard, man. Like, she's seen every bit of me, every side of me. All right, all right. That's I'll drink enough. to that, Sarah. Sorry, um, honey. So, we're going to go into um, mental health real mm-hmm. quick. We're about to be 25, me and Hannah are. And that's... 
25. That's scary. We're hitting our quarter-life crisis. We are. And, like, I feel like I'm still, like, 16. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to be 25. Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, some of the people I work with, they're like, oh, my God, you're that old? Wow. And it makes me feel so old. Oh, my God. It makes me feel old. And I'm like, I feel like I could go back to high school right now and it'd be the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm 25. I don't look like I'm 25. Right now, I'm still 24, technically. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. I've just been thinking about what I've wanted to achieve right now and that I don't have that. And it's really just put a lot on my mental health and my depression and my anxiety. Um, I've been on depression and anxiety medicine since I was 18. So, um, just, I feel like when I, growing up, I just always, like, everything was just like, I live in magical unicorn fairyland where everything is perfect and everything is good. And then you just grow up and you face the real world and you feel like it's not all that it set out to be and everything's not going to be how you wanted it to be and just dealing with that has been really hard for me because I'm I feel like growing up like I was a happy person and I was always like the happy one and the nice one and the good girl and like I feel like I've done everything right and I've just had all like in my head like everything's just going to be perfect and it it then life just kind of smacks you in the face when you turn 18 and it's like, well, <laughs> and yeah, it's hard to this keep up baby. that happy, good fairy tale personality that I had my whole life when you get into the real world and bad things happen and then it kind of makes your mental health just like you go from being the happy person all the time to being the sad person all the time. Because you see other people doing things that you want to do and other things working out for other people and that's not happening for you. And you just kind of feel like, what did I do wrong? Because like I feel like growing up, like I tried to please everybody. Like I tried to please my mom. Like I was always, I was a really good kid. I never went out. I never did anything. I never yeah, partied. I never kid. did anything. <laughs> I went to school, I went to choir practice, or cheerleading, or drama, that was it, and then I went home, and then I went back to school, like, I don't know, but I feel like I did everything right in my life, so I don't know why I'm not getting the things that I want when I feel like other people who maybe haven't been the best person in life are getting things that I haven't, and that's where my mental health comes in, and I'm like... I don't understand. Like, what did I do wrong? I've done everything right. I just. (sighs) That is, that's tough. I'm about to cry. Let's drink our wine. Well, no, she's already made me cry. And probably, I'm not sure. (laughs) Oh, it's okay, baby. But I'm not sure if the reason she's made me cry is because of my own life experiences or because she's my baby and I don't want her to be upset. So it's a two part thing. But I can honestly tell you, I can tell you. You can take all the antidepressants in the world. I'm not saying you don't need them. You do what your doctor says. That's everyone. Listen to yeah, your doctor. I'm going to the doctor Friday. Yes, so listen we're to talk your doctor. I'm not saying you don't need antidepressants. Please don't misunderstand. You can take all the antidepressants in the world. You can sit around and ask yourself why a million times. But the one that is the great physician is the only one who can give your heart peace. And I know this from personal experience because I have had quite a life 
And if it's one thing, this is little Miss Independent sitting next to me, and there's a reason for that. And I could go on all day, but I'm going to make this very, very short. Um, my life has not turned out the way that I wanted it to. I've had a lot of heartache. I've had a lot of hurt. I've been through a lot of things that I wouldn't even talk about on this podcast. So if, and I thought, I said, I did the same thing, Brandy. I said, I've tried to be the woman God wants me to be. So why have all of these unfortunate events happened in my life? And then I've even asked the Lord to tell me what I'm doing wrong, like reveal to me, Mm -hmm. what am I doing wrong? Let me fix me so I'll know what to do the next time and I won't mess up so much. And then sometimes you still mess up. So then you're really at a point in life to where you're thinking, oh my goodness, you know, where do you go from here? Mm -hmm. But I can tell you this, you get into the Word you open your Bible, you read your devotionals, whatever books that you like, whether it's by Charles Stanley or Lisa Turkhurst or whoever your author is, um, your Sunday school teacher, your pastor, whoever you talk to. And the thing, the hardest lesson to learn, and it's easy to say this, and people say, oh, well, that's you because you have someone to love you or whatever. Listen, my life is not without problems. Timmy and I have lots of issues that we have to overcome. I mean, Every couple has issues, as Hannah said so eloquently before. I have had these things happen to me in my life, and even when I thought I was within the will of God, something else would happen. And it's almost like I've lived a life to where the axe always falls, you know. And then I ask myself, why do I feel this way? Why is all this happening? I've tried to serve you, Lord. I've tried to be the Proverbs 31 woman. I've tried to do everything you've wanted me to do. And then it hit me one day when I was praying in my living room, It's like the Lord spoke so clearly to me and he says, but you still have your hands in everything, trying to figure everything out. You're going to have to take your hands off of it and you're going to have to let me have it and let me figure it out for you and you're going to have to trust me. That is a very difficult thing to do. Yes. Because when someone's happy, it's easy for them to say, you just need more faith. You need to have faith. But then when your world's crashing down, All you can think of is all the bad things that have happened before, and you think, it's just the axe falling all over again. The axe is always going to fall on me. All these bad things just keep happening. But then when you stop and listen to yourself, what do you think? I'm being negative. I'm not having faith. And it is so difficult to have faith when everything in the world seems to be crashing down. So the thing is, is that to put God first, Jesus take the will, Take my hands off of it. You drive. Put you in the driver's seat. And let me tell you, I can sit here and preach this, but I can tell you probably two days from now, the devil's going to come knocking on my door and he's going to put all these bad thoughts in my head and I'm going to be back trying to put my hands on the situation, trying to fix it myself. But anytime you try to fix it yourself and you ask all the whys, it's almost like it's a trick of Satan trying to get you to doubt yourself. And, you know, Satan's very cunning. He's very good at getting inside your head. So what you have to constantly do is stay in the Word, read the Scriptures, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and always acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. You have to stay in it, meditate on the Word constantly, or Satan's going to come knocking at your door, and he's going to make you feel unworthy. And you are worthy, ladies. Woo! Tell you, That's worthy. good. That's some preaching. That's good. <laughs> I'm just going to say on that, like, it's just kind of hard for me in the moment where it's just like I'm almost 25. Like, shouldn't I have had it together by now? Oh. 
Like, there's so many things that I want, and it's just not for me right now, I guess. And then just moving back home with my mom, like, that's where God wants me to be right now. Maybe try to find myself again, you know? Try to find who I was, you know? Because I feel like I kind of lost myself. Well, and you can lose yourself very easily. And let me tell you, I'm in a season of waiting also. And waiting on the Lord can be one of the hardest things to do because, like, you see all these other people happy and their lives just seemingly coming together and they're getting married and they're having kids and you're like, you long for this. It's a desire of your heart for these things to happen. And then you think to yourself, why is it this happening to me? Lord, I'm living for you. Mm -hmm. Why is it this coming true for me? And you just feel like some people... Haven't been the best people in life, and they're oh, getting yes. all these things. And then you go on. The thing is, you go on Facebook, and it makes you oh. like think, like, oh. But Facebook is not yes, reality. Not. Like, you don't know what's going on in their not. lives and their households. But people put the best of themselves on Facebook. They, they don't do. put the worst. Yes. We we all do. We, we all, all do. Yeah. That. But the thing is, baby, the thing you have to realize is that the people that are living like the devil. This is the only joy they're going to have because if they don't get right with the Lord they're going to see hell one day all that glitters is not gold exactly so you know what it says in the scriptures that we will suffer for Christ's sake if we are a Christian we are going to bear the cross and we are going to suffer for it so count it all joy when you meet various trials we're going to suffer but the thing is to remember is that stay in the Word and read those encouraging scriptures and pray and feel the presence of God just come over you and wrap you up in His arms, and then you know it's going to be okay. But don't compare your life to someone else's life. Look at me. I'm so old. Can't say it. And believe me, I'm old. I'm her mother. She's not old. And, um, you know, it just came to me three and a half years ago. Everything that I've ever longed for in my life, the man that I have always prayed for, just came to me. I can ask myself a million questions as to why, or I can live in the moment and I can enjoy every moment God gives me. So just try to, uh, and it, people on the outside looking in who are happy, oh, just have faith. That's hard to do. But yeah. the thing that you have to do when you start getting down and out is open the word, open a devotional, get let the encouraging scriptures flow through your mind and meditate on that and the promises of God he will deliver those promises, and he's not going to do it in your timing. He's going to do it in his own. Right. And I'm still waiting too. So right. I feel you, girl. And I'm like you. just looking at like I'm only this age once. Like I only have one life. Like I want to do mm-hmm. what I want to do and be the best version of me I can be because I'm only this age once, and I just want to be happy. And I just try to, like I was saying earlier, like just. Like, sitting at home and watching the things I want to watch and just reminiscing on, like, I'm living in my childhood bedroom right now. So, <laughs> it's just a weird thing going on with me right now. But I feel like I'm just trying to find that person inside of me that I used to be before I started trying to live my life for other people. Right, right. right. And always take care of And I'm just trying yourself. to find myself because we are all unique and we're all individuals right and we all have different experiences and different things that we like we're all different people and I'm just trying to be me and who I was meant to be and I'm trying to find who I am in this crazy world God will reveal that just keep doing it if I can 
yeah kind of chime in on a different perspective um so I used to be like how Brandy's describing I used to be a people pleaser I used to couldn't say no to anybody like I used to feel bad for saying no you feel so bad and you're like well I should have been there I should have been there right I should have done that I feel like (laughs) every and I'm sure you could vouch for me on this one Every relationship is a lesson. You meet someone and it's either like a lesson or a blessing, as you always say. Lesson or blessing. Lesson or blessing. Good southern charm. Southern comforting. I feel like every relationship, like, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's a lesson for you. And I feel like, you know, if you haven't watched episode two, we talk a lot about mental health and I talk a lot about this, so go watch it. I'm not going to go that into it now because I go really deep into it then, but... I felt like I had to go through what I went through with my ex to be the person I am today. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that, like, he made me who I am. Like, me overcoming all of that depression and all that hardship and all that losing self-respect for myself made me into the person I am today because, like, nobody helped me. Like, I come out of that myself. Like... I had to pray and find myself again, like you said, and I finally found myself again and learned to love who I am, and then I realized I'm not a people pleaser. I don't like telling everybody yes. I don't like pleasing everybody. Like, I'm not a, I'm not going to let people run over me, like, because I did that for so long, and I just got tired of it. When you were going through all that, us looking on the outside, we was like, I don't know how she doesn't see this, or... But love is blind. You was going, you were going through so much at that time, like, we didn't even realize how much you were going through. I shut everybody out. I shut everybody out, and that's not a good idea. I mean, I shut everybody out, like, not even my mom. Like, nobody knew the hurt that I had inside of me. But I think I just needed to do it on my own, and I did. And it's not impossible. Like, I didn't count on anybody to lift me up. Like, I I prayed, and I allowed God to... Mm -hmm allow me to love myself again and guess what happened as soon as I started loving myself again and as soon as I got into a good place D fell into my lap now I'm getting married like Mm -hmm. it is true like what you it is so true and I'm exhibit a you have to love yourself before someone else can love you truly because it took me, like, having to find myself and love myself. You know, me and Dee weren't always rainbows and butterflies. Like, as you may see on here, like, it wasn't always happy times. Like, me and Dee went through a lot of crap yeah. together. Like, we had to overcome obstacles and get over the mountains and stick true to each other. Because, I mean, if guys, if we didn't really love each other, like, we would not be together. Like, we have went through so much stuff. And we have oh, come I've out. Been there for it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we have come out I've heard both sides better. Of it. We have come out better on the other side because of it. Because we truly loved each other. And but that all started with me learning to love myself again. And me putting my foot down and saying, No, I don't wanna do that. Like, I'm not doing this, you know. I'm gonna take care of me because I'm gonna be selfish for once. And it's okay to be selfish every now and then because I was so selfless. 
for a very long time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I don't have this man in my life telling me what I can do and what I can't do anymore. Like, I'm going to be me. And I blossomed. Like, Mm -hmm. I really did. But my point is, it took me going through that very hard time. I mean, rock bottom, like lowest of the low, to get to where I am today. And sometimes, it's not easy. right. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> God no. puts people in your life to make you go through that. And you're thinking, God, like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I'm, I'm loving him. Like, I'm, I'm doing everything right. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm treating him like he's supposed to be treated. Like, why is he doing me like this? Like, why is he treating me this way? And he's like, just wait. He's, you know, you just have to trust. Just wait. Like, mm-hmm. and you know. You have to figure it out for yourself. Because, of course, people were telling me, like, oh, dump him, dump him. But you can't, you have to make that decision on your own. And it took every step of the way for me to come to that decision to finally release myself of that. Yeah. And I'm so much better for it. Like, Mm -hmm. I can honestly say, of course I have anxiety. You know, I do. And I, I struggle I have little parts of PTSD, like, from some things that happened back then. But for the most part, I have become such a better person from it. And mm-hmm. I'm a lot stronger. And, like, my mom says I'm very independent. Like, yes. I'm one of those people. Right <laughs> I'm just imagining you, like, so many years ago and how <laughs> sad you were. And it just makes me happy that you're happy. <laughs> I am. And, you know... I'm about to cry. <laughs> it takes a very strong woman. It does. And I will tell you right now, I am a strong, independent woman, and I know I am. I went overboard with that one. Yes, and I know I am, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of that. And girls, you should not be ashamed of that either. No. Look into the mirror and say, I'm a powerful woman. I'm a strong right. woman. I can I don't I'm need anybody woman. else. I'm a godly woman. God has me. Like yes. as long as God has me, I'm gonna be fine. And I'm spit and freaking image of it like I know I'm still young but like I've went through a lot of heartbreak and now I'm better and like I'm blossoming into the woman that God made me to be and it's beautiful and I just want to say what we've said earlier like where we talked about friend groups and just being one person around somebody and then being a different person around somebody Mm -hmm. else like, just be yourself yes. and do what makes you happy because yes. that's the only thing that's going to make you happy right. is to be yourself. So and someone's got to love you for who you really yes. are, not right. for who you put on Yes, you. and that goes with relationships and friends and anyone in your yes. life. Mm-hmm. Don't act a certain way around one person and act a certain way or a different way around somebody else. Right. Like, just be right. who you are and everyone's going to love you for who you are. The real people... Yes, will love you yes, no matter what. They will. The genuine, real friends. And that's will love why you. I'm so thankful for the friends that I have in my yes. life. Right. We because, have some good friends. And I know that they're going to last forever because right. of just our experiences with each other. Just, We've been through it together. Yeah, we really. have. Yeah. All the people that have been in our life before were there. Like I said, it was either a lesson or a blessing. Here's the thing forgiveness is the key. Don't ever harbor any bad thoughts or bad feelings toward the person who hurt you the first step to healing is to say 
I forgive you yes. and let it go. Now, that doesn't always mean that right that second you forget it. Yes, that is so true. But as soon as you say the words, forgive, as soon as you say the words, forgive, God will start the healing process. So your ex, if he moves on with someone else, be happy for him because it was a lesson in life. Same thing with... You know, anyone who was in my life previously, I don't wish them any ill harm whatsoever. I don't or either. even our exes, exes, whoever. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I don't care know, enough. Who, yeah. Like I said, even our exes, exes, um, you want that person to be happy. You want them to be fulfilled. You pray for them and say, you know, yeah. it didn't work out for you, but I pray good blessings for you, and I pray you find the love of your life like I found the love of mine. Right. It may not have worked out for you two. It may not have worked out for us. But at the same time, I hope that you find joy and happiness in everything because forgiveness sets you free. It from does. All of that. that is so That's how true. I am yeah. with everybody. Like the person that is throwing all this stuff at me and people that are maybe just acting really negative in ways and stuff, I pray for those people. Absolutely. Right. And I pray Absolutely. that they find same the Lord here. and find peace. Like, yes. it's same here. Yes. And you guys know what I'm talking about. And I know what you're talking about as well. Yes. But, like, I pray Continue for those praying. people. And, like, it's sad the way some people are living. And yeah, I just I hope that they find themselves and find God and... And it's a Being challenge. Being who they were meant to be. Yeah. And I'm going through it right now. And I'm still praying for everybody yeah. else because I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> and God sees that. He sees yeah. your effort. And he does not, anything that he does, that you do does not go unseen by God. And sometimes it can be very hard to pray for those people. But, but pray do, for them anyway. Yeah. Pray for them anyway. That's because you know what? He's going to see your effort. And he's going he's gonna to hear your prayer for that. Sometimes you have to pray for your enemies. Sometimes you have to pray for your enemies more than your friends. Yeah. Because they need so it more. True. They're so living true. in that way and they need it more. Yeah. We're going to ask questions to each other. And I'm going to go first because I have a question for Miss Ann. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a few, but I'm just going to start with one. Miss um, Ann. Yes. <laughs> That's what I call her. Miss Ann. I this call is a Ms. long story. We'll get this to it. This one. <laughs> She's my second mother. But yes, my, my third mother. My mom and then my aunt and then you. Third. You're my third mother. I guess I can have that. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to be second, but, you know, aunt has to have one. Never mind. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kelly, Kelly she throwing shade. Hey, Kelly, Kelly trying to be girl? on this, pod- this podcast. What's up, girl? Love you. What is your first impression on me when me and Hannah started being friends? What was your first impression on me coming over? And then what is your impression on me now? <laughs> because I just want to know your This thoughts. is so easy. Oh, my gosh. This is the easiest question ever because I thought, I like that girl. She is a good girl. She's not going to get Hannah in any trouble. This is good. I hope they be BFFs the rest of their life. No, seriously. Like, she literally, it was a breath of fresh air when she came into Hannah's life because I told Hannah, and like I said, when I said earlier, I, um, you know, made her an independent woman and I went overboard. Well, I always taught her never to judge, never to judge anyone by, you know, their lifestyle, the color of their skin, anything that were all God's children. But I also warned her about bad influences and about, you know, you are the company you keep. So be very selective and discern, discerning who your friends are. So you can imagine my delight when Brandy walks in my door and she never gets in any trouble and she never says a curse word and she never drinks and she never smokes and she never does any of these things. And I'm like, please be her friend forever. 
Please be her. It's worked out good so far. So anyway, now she can drink both of us under the table. Yes. But at the same time, this girl's got it all together. You know, Brandy, you don't give yourself enough credit. I really don't. You really don't give yourself enough credit because let me give you some. Let me give you some some credit right now. You are a wonderful human being. Yes. And let me tell you something. You have strong convictions in your belief system. There's things that you won't do. And you want to be married, and you want you you have a very strong foundation that you have set up for your life that is godly, mm-hmm. that is pure, <laughs> that is wonderful, and you don't give yourself enough credit because I agree. I think that the devil is making you see the bad things about your life, but he is, but and that's what he does. He attacks your mind. Gotta you kick know. the devil in the nuts. You do <laughs> kick him in the butts. Don't but let the worst people. I mean, the best people get the worst stuff. <laughs> Throwing at them. But you don't see right. the good look at you. I mean, you have strong things in your life that you say, I'm not going to do this before I'm married or I'm going to do this the right way. Please give yourself more credit in life because you have a very strong moral code. And that is not a lot of things that a lot of young girls out there have today. And they should. This is mommy talking. You should. You should be a good girl. Thank you, mommy. Yes. But this girl over here really is a good girl. And she has a very strong moral code. Yeah. And you don't give yourself enough credit at all for who you are. You're focusing on the things that you don't have. Yep. Well, focus and on what you do have. <laughs> and I promise you, your perspective will change. Thank you. you have a question for us? Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> Um, speaking of moral code, how would you say, and I think that I've talked enough about the 80s for you to know this, how would you say, and I mean, I can see it, that things have changed in your generation, your what generation, your millennials? Uh, we're Gen Z, but we're not going to talk about it. We're technically Gen Z, but I relate to millennials. We're born in 1997, okay? We are not these up and coming kids in high school. We are grown adults. One. That's a sensitive subject. What am I talking about? We're millennials. We're we're between millennials and Gen Z. Yeah, and I I feel like we were actually born in the best time period because we got the best of both. Right, we got the best of both worlds. So what's different about your world than other? And I'm a Generation X, so that was just a old lady brain fade. But anyway, um, so what's different? You know, between you would say the Generation X and the in between. I feel like we all grew up when, like, and phones and internet, like, came out when y'all were older. We had and none that's of wild. that. Like, you had none of that growing none up. None of that. Like, my mom talked about when they first got their first color TV. Yes. And they, like, it Social was media. There was no texting, no yeah. phone calls. If we went out, we told mom we'd be home at 10 o'clock, and if we weren't at home at 10 o'clock, we got I feel like, honestly, sometimes social media hurts relationships. Social media can be wicked. I feel like you guys didn't have the influence of social media that like our generation has. You know, and and that's a good thing. Like sometimes I wish we didn't. You know. Because I hate comparing myself to other people. Right. (laughs) Like y'all's mental health was probably a lot better because y'all weren't scrolling (laughs) on Instagram being like, man, I wish I looked like her. Yeah. You know. Never in, in my era did anyone say I have anxiety. Yeah. Now you hear it all the time. I have anxiety. People are more open anxiety. about it. And I'm it. like, what? And I, it's hard for me to understand because we didn't have, all we had was peer pressure. That's what our thing was, was peer mm-hmm. pressure. Yeah. Pressure from our peers to be this way, to wear this type of clothing, to mm-hmm. have this boyfriend, or don't go out with that guy, or it was or to drink, or to smoke But pot. one good thing I feel about this generation is there 
this generation that we're in are very, they're very accepting. Yes. And like yes. everyone's themselves and everyone just accepts each other for who they are. Yes. And that I like about being in this, whatever generation right. I'm in, millennial, whatever I'm in, who knows. But I feel like everyone is really accepting of each other and it's really weird. Like we have that social media aspect that you were talking about, right. but then we also have that other aspect of just like, being very Everyone's accepting. loves everybody, and everybody hears anybody's opinion on anything, and it's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I accept that. That's cool. Like, yeah. Technology is advancing even more, and who knows what we're going to see before we're, like, gray and old. Like, it's going to be Like, it's, it's crazy, crazy how far it has advanced, and just from how long we've been alive to now. Like, yeah. And then you're going to be like me and telling your kids, well, back in my day, we... Yeah, back in my day when I got my first phone in eighth grade, it was a little flip phone. Yeah. I was so excited to get that little flip phone. Yeah. So, I have a question for you before okay. we wrap it up. Okay. So, what, we're about to be 25. Oh, Lord. So, what were you doing when you were 25? Actually, when I was 25 years old, I was pregnant with you. Oh. Oh, oh there's okay. another key into the age there. Well, I think I just gave it away. Yeah, yeah. They know. yeah. But actually, I did not give birth to you until I was 26. Okay. And you were born in August, and I turned 26 in June. My birthday is June 16th, so yes, it is right around the corner. But yes, Y'all I still got to guess, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was pregnant with you, so I was at that phase in life where, okay, it's time to have kids. So, I had one. And... And this is her. And this is her. I give How'd you I do? her. Let's 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 her. scale from one to ten. Her. How'd I do? <laughs> she basically copied you. So that's copied they copied and pasted. You know what's wild? I just had a thought. Like you turned twenty five this year. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be the same age as I was when I was pregnant with you. Yeah, don't count on me getting pregnant this year. <laughs> oh yeah, like, no, take your time. We're we having to plan a wedding, guys. We do wedding not first. Pregnancies. Wedding yes. first, and listen, I am want to wait till I have some grandbabies because I just I've been a single mom. She's since she was five years old. She looks young. So and we're living for. It, it's young. like my turn now. So like you got to wait a little while for that before I be babysitting. I said like three years. Two to three. Two to three yeah, years. I can, I can live with that. How about that? Two to three years. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, that wraps it up. If you like what you're hearing, please drop us a like and subscribe. That would mean a please. lot to us. <laughs> we are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. on all platforms, guys. So if it's more convenient for you to listen, listen. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, thank you so much for listening. And give us a rating. We'd like to hear your feedback. Yeah, rate us. And, and thank it, y'all so much for having me. Oh, you're I've enjoyed every minute no of Have you liked our everything so yes, far? Like, it's have. fun, isn't it? It is. It's very It's kind fun. of like a little therapy. Like it it's getting stuff out. I feel better already. Yeah. 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 But if you're on YouTube, go ahead, give us a like, um, subscribe, comment. We love to answer comments. Yeah. Um, thank you all for sitting through this and watching this with us. And if you are a young girl out there, just please remember what you were born to do, who you are, be yourself. Women be empowerment, girl power. Be, yes. It's about the real women in power who were like our grandmothers and yes. our mothers yeah. who lived through some very difficult times and That's they persevered I'm, through yes. it all. They really deserve a shout out. Yes. Yes. Hey, Grandma. My grandma watches this hey, podcast. Mommy, love you. Hey, Linda. How are you doing? 
But we'll thank you guys. Thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. You're always welcome. welcome. You can come by whenever you want to. Thank you. She does. Trust me, she does. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But thanks, guys, so much for watching. We love each and every one of you. And please know your worth. Be yourself. Love yourself. Yes. And have the best week. And we have a little surprise for you guys coming soon. Stay tuned on our social media. Please. Stay tuned on TikTok. Stay tuned on Instagram and Twitter. Because there will be hints on a little surprise that we're doing this week. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on all socials that will be linked in the description. And thank you so much, guys, for watching. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. I love you. God Bye. bless you all. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>